Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show podcast. Before I get going, please, if you're watching this on YouTube, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel, please like, subscribe, and share out. It helps the show. It helps me greatly, and it takes nothing. It takes like three seconds. Please do this. Thank you so much. If you're listening to podcast form, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on Pandora, it's on, I, on iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Please like and share it out, subscribe to it, um, leave a five-star, four-star, anything like that, or please leave a review. If you don't like it, please don't leave a review. Please like, act like it never happened, you never listen to it. But if you do and you can do that for me, please, it helps me out a lot. I really do appreciate it. All the support, it just helps make this better. I enjoy doing it. One thing I've been really thinking about doing is doing the Video version and, and, of course, audio, but a video version. Um, I love – I started doing it, and I want to come back and do it. So I want to come back and talk about simple spread stuff. I got to write an article for Coach Stone. He's with um, um, Back to the Basics Football. We, Me and Coach Sheffer, Coach Banster, and Coach Mills, and everybody else, I'm missing some. We've done that. So I want to come on here and do my own thing from my stupid, simple mind of simple spread – and I'll eventually get maybe into under center stuff, but for me personally, simple spread stuff. And I, I, I'm big on helping out if I can. I steal a lot of things from coaches of like, oh, I've seen them run this play, this play. I'm looking into writing something about wanting to be a coach because when we all start, well, maybe not now because on the internet, there's a lot of things. When I started coaching and other people, you couldn't necessarily get on the internet and find things. It was asking around. It was coming up with your own thing. Right, wrong, indifferent, more than one way to skin a cat. So I want to start doing these short videos about simple spread stuff, things for me, and start from the very, very minimal stuff to help out a new coach to make sure they know similar, certain terminology. And again, this isn't the right way to do it. This isn't all right terminology. Please, if you want to come and talk ball, correct me or show me your way to see what we're talking about. I am all for it. I'm not here to say I'm right I heard to say I'm wrong, but I'm definitely, again, not saying I'm right. So this is to really help to start at the very bottom of helping out a new coach because we can look up stuff and let's talk about inside zone while we're doing this and this, boom, there's RPO stuff. Well, as a new coach, you might have played, you might go to school for four years, then you get into coaching, which my recommendation is to get into coaching as quickly as possible. 18, 19 years old, unless you're playing, you've got to get into coaching. But someone that's out of the game for four years, just watching on TV, 
no offense, maybe he's coaching you, and this could help youth to say this is the simple terminology, but when they're doing that, getting to the high school level, completely different ball game, to, to see this stuff, maybe help build your own playbook, something like that. Hopefully this helps a young coach of like how to get into coaching and what terminology to use when you're going to this. So again, this is going to be for me from the very basics, gap, technique, and we'll just break it apart. How are you going to block zone? How are you going to block ISO? What about power? What about power read? What about different things? What if you're a 10 personnel? What if you go into 21 personnel? And how you connect the techniques and this wording to the kids to make sure that they understand what's going on. So to help the young coach figure this out. So I hope to do this channel, these videos to help that out, to help somebody else out is what these are going to be for. Start from the very minimal. This is offense. This is simple spread stuff. And this terminology is not just for spread. I'll get to spread later, but that's the overall view of this. So for young coaches, you probably kind of remember this from playing, but maybe some of you didn't learn this. Maybe some of you said, you know, oh, I'm going to, or you just forgot, or this is not how your coach taught it. Because I, you know, offense to coaches, I've had this wasn't, it has to be continual communication. So to start with this, I believe Bear Bryant helped come up with these techniques. So right now we've got drawn up our five linemen, okay? Some of you young coaches to figure out how to draw a play up, you can draw it up however you want. Just universally for me, the, the center is a square with an extra to, to show me that that's the center. Then I just do circles for the guards and tackles. You can label them G's and T's, however you want. This is just what I do, just thinking that everybody knows this. Gaps. So when we all play, we got told to run to gaps, probably because we all played on the option thing or wherever we run to gaps. So we've got to make sure that the kids understand gaps. So you've got A gaps on both sides in between the center and the guards. You've got B gaps in between the guards and the tackles on both sides, right or left. Then outside the tackles, you've got C gaps because you bring a hand down tight end or a wing. You've got in between the tackle and the tight end or out there is the C gap. If you really want to be technical, when you bring down a hand down tight end, then maybe a wing, you create another gap. So the more guys you bring on the line of scrimmage, you are going to create more gaps. Then it comes to a lot of coaches, maybe back then they didn't do techniques. They said head up to inside. Or like if you're a gap scheme, sometimes maybe techniques don't matter. It's, you know, I do this. I use both. I say, you know, head up to outside or inside or down. Like power rules, gap down backer. So normally if you're running power right right now, your right tackle is going to tell himself, okay, gap, down backer. Is there anybody in the gap inside of me, which is the B gap? So right there you got to say, is anybody in the B gap? No. Is anybody down from you, which is probably head up the guard? No. Okay. Then you go down, you know, gap down backer. So then you go to the backer you're supposed to go to. So there right there is your gap. But right there you don't really have to worry about technique unless you say that. So for when I coach – I'll say gap down backer, but I'm going to say, okay, gap down backer. Is there anybody in the gap right now? Okay, no. Is there somebody down? Okay, well, there's your two tech. So I try to use both. When you get into zones and stuff, some coaches start to do techniques. So techniques are, this is pretty universal. Now this is where I get, this is universal. And then we'll talk about why I got crazy. So right now, techs are pretty simple. Your head up, especially if you go against odd man defense, as you coach odd man, this is how they do it. Head up the center is zero technique. 
Okay, it's just just what it is. Zero technique. Now to the on the right shoulder or left shoulder of the center. So we call though you call them shades or whatever you want because they are shading the center. Which whichever you see it a lot of times. Eyeman fronts will move them a little bit, but you see it a lot of in even mans, okies, and all that over unders of technique. So um to the shoulder of the center and the right the right shoulder left shoulder one techniques both sides this is going both sides this is not right or left head up is zero then on each side is the same so on the right side's one tech on the left side's one technique then we get to the guard so we skipped over the a gap now we're to the guard the one tech it's about the shade of the center if he's kind of in between the guard and the center there's two different ways to go about you could still say one tech if you want if your kids pick up on it or you can go to 2i. 2i is going to be inside the guard. So the way I have it drawn up, if you're watching the video, is the right guard. Inside of him would be his left shoulder in that shade. That is a 2i, which means he, because head up the guard is a 2-tech. Head up the guard's a 2-tech. So when he's inside, that 2i means it's a 2-tech inside. Okay? Now, if he's directly in between the guard and the center and that A-gap, this is just up to you. You can call it a two-eye if you want. For me, I probably call it a one technique, um, no man's land, anything like that. So that's up to you. That is completely up to you on how you want to call this. I would probably call it a one tech. He's right inside the guard. I call it a two-eye. It's fine. Head up the guards. And this is both sides. The left guard's the exact same thing. Inside his right shoulder, that shade's still a two-eye. Head up is a two technique, okay? Outside of the guard, so the left guard would be his left shoulder, almost, and not even, it could be right on the left shoulder or almost in between the guards and the tackles. That is your three technique, okay? Very popular in a lot of things, blocking the three techs here all the time. Now we move on to the tackle. Head up the tackles are four techniques, then if they're inside the tackle, so right tackle is the left shoulder, the left tackle inside is right, that is a four eye. That pesky four eyes that us O-line coaches and offense coordinators just don't like. Defense coordinators, stop running them. But those are those pesky four eyes because they're a little bit inside. Then outside of the tackles, on the right or left shoulder, we call the five technique. Okay? It's called the five technique. We just keep moving out. This in a spread when you're a 10 personnel, this is what you're going to get a lot of the time. So for young coaches, we got our A gaps, B gaps, C gaps. We have zero techniques, one techniques, two eyes, twos, threes, four eyes, four technique, and a five technique. Maybe you guys didn't say that when you played in high school, which is fine, but these are the terminologies that people will use in high school, college, and I'm sure they use it in the NFL. NFL are way smarter than me, but this is the type of stuff terminology-wise that they will use, and it helps with the kids to know this kind of terminology when they want to go on to play in college. Where, where this gets confusing a little bit is, I believe it was Coach Bear Bryant, one of the best coaches we've ever had in sports and football. Rumor is they had some drinks. This is what they came up with and come up with these techniques. So right now this makes sense, I think. For me, it makes sense. Hopefully for young coaches, it makes sense. Now, when you start adding gaps, so you add a Y. So for me, you can draw a circle and put a Y. For me, I just put a Y. 
in my world, a Y is a tight end. To some people, when you put the Y out, like in Mike Leach's world, when he goes ace, which is his two-by-two, two, he still labels it Y on the right side. I don't know if you want to clear that tight end to, to him. I think that might be his fast receiver or anything. For me, that's still like a tight end. I just label it Y. You just, for me personally, I know when you have a hand down tight end, you have to have that personnel of like, you're going to go in at Y, your hand's in the dirt, you're probably going to block. When it's out wide, if you've got a kid that can do both, great. If it's a kid that you have to have some speed, know your personnel, know the packaging of like, okay, you're just labeled as Y. So for me, it's labeled Y. So Y, for me, drawn up visually to the right is my tight end. So we have our C gap outside of the tight end. That's a poorly drawn D, I apologize. It's a D gap. Okay, it's outside. Well, when you bring a hand down tight end, it creates techniques again. You're creating another hole to run, but you're also creating techniques for the defensive lineman. This is kind of where it gets confusing because we ended with tackles outside the tackles on their outside shoulder. There's a five technique. What Bear Bryant then came up with, and some people still use, it jumps not to the number that you are thinking right now that it jumps to. It jumps to or inside the tight end. It jumps to a seven technique. Okay. Don't know why it jumps to that. It, in my world, it could jump to a six I, but it becomes a seven technique. So you would think the next one would be eight. Then, oh, you're just skipping six. It goes, no. Now it goes for inside the tight end is a seven technique. Head up the tight end is a six technique. Outside of the tight end becomes a nine technique. This is what was written way before. This is where it gets a little confusing. So I know coaches that use this. They go zero tech, one tech, two I all the way. When they put a tight end in, they go, okay, inside there's your seven tech. You've got to block the seven technique. You've got to block the six technique. I mean, if that's what you use and use it over and over, that's fine. Now, as a young coach, you want to use this because the greats use it? Fantastic. Use this. They might use this in college. Some do, some don't. NFL, they might, they might not. I have no idea. Now, this is what I did at first. But then I would start to confuse myself. So me personally, I will not go off of that. I will put it on certain articles for respect purposes because the greats before me made this. But for me personally, I will not use this. Okay? So I'm going to draw on the left side here. If I bring down another hand down tight end, to some people, this is called ace. For my offensive lineman, and when I want to coach offense again, or an OC, become a head coach, but right now as an offensive lineman. So right now outside my left tackle, we have a five technique. I go to six I. Oops, six I. I go straight to six I. Because we're continuing the trend. Two I's. Coach Steve's show is sponsored by the Launchpad Kickoff Team. If you're a football coach out there, high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter, and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, onsides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickoffteam.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff Team. This tee gives a coach a strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. It is legal for NCAA, for high school, 
Okay, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. So if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS to use the code CSS, you can get a Launchpad Kickoff Tee for 10% off. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve Show to get 10% off. Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two and get more percent off or there's an option to buy four if you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees if you like it so much when you use the code css you'll get the fourth one free so instead of paying full price for all four you'll get three so go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash css use the code css get 10 percent off buy four to get the fourth one free this is a game changer guys it does more than just hold your balls Go get the Launchpad Kickoff Tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season. As you guys know, the Coach Steve Show is also brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. The Unhinged Sports Network is a 24-hour, seven days a week, non-stop playing uh, radio podcast about any sport that you guys can imagine. They have a proud partnership with Fanatics. So if you go to the link in the description, uh, go to Fanatics, use that link, and go get some gear to support the Coach Steve Show and to support the Unhinged Sports Network. They have deals all the way up to 70% off. They have deals for free shipping, and they have every single sports team you can think of. Your college team is going to be on there. Your professional team is going to be on there. They have good deals on jerseys, t-shirts, hats, socks, anything you want. So please use the link in the description to go to fanatics.com. Say big on your team's gear to help support the support the Unhinged Sports Network and to support the Coach Steve Show. Two, three, four, I, four, five. So to me, in my world, we've created the C gap. We have the D gap to the outside. So inside the tight end, I would recommend, just for me, is six I. Then head up, the tight end is six. Outside is seven. There is absolutely nothing wrong with going from seven technique to six technique to nine technique. Me to keep, because I'm the run game coordinator too. So I have to incorporate not just the linemen, but I have to incorporate the tight ends. So right now they have to understand what we're saying with gaps. They have to understand what we're saying with techniques. So yes, in gap scheme with power, it's gap down backer. I do both. So for running power right, and I look at the right tackle and I say, we're going gap down backer, gap down backer. Okay, I'm looking there. Is there anyone in the gap? You see a three technique. I do both. I'll say both. Now, when we do zone I, and ISOs, I kind of double team on my inside zones. But if you do ISO, you could say, okay, hey, center, we got to block the one techniques. And every time we got a one technique or a zero technique, we have to block them. So when they understand what you're saying and the play call, so we run ISO right, he still knows his rule is to block a one technique. The one technique could be to the ISO right. But if the one technique's on his left, we've already put that in of like what a one tech is. But I look at the tackle and say, hey, well, we've got an inside guy or you know, a four eye and we're running this. We have to full block. So you've already told them, here's the techniques, here's the gaps. And for running backs, running backs, this works too outside of linemen. So when you give them a landmark or when a read, uh, you can tell running backs, hey, when you see, a, if we're running inside zone right, you see a one tech, you have to look and see if there's a three tech to the other side. If there is, that's probably where the bubble's going to be. So we 
we aim for the center, we aim for the A gap, or we aim for that one technique, and we can bounce it back to the opposite A or B gap. So right now as an offensive lineman, tight end, running back, even for quarterback when they're checking at the line of scrimmage, they know what the gaps are. You've put in what you want your techniques to be. It could be the five, seven, six, nine tech, or you can do what I do because I'm stupid simple. You've got your five technique out there, but then you've got your six eye, your six and your seven. And if you brought in another guy, like, like you continue. So I'm going to have myself seven be another head up. So if you brought another guy as a wing, uh, if your H back was out here as a wing, head up is seven. Inside of him is probably if I can draw a seven eye. Then you get out there to an eight. If you brought in another guy, let's say you brought your receiver in. Okay, head up him is eight. Inside of him is the eight eye, and outside is nine. You're just continuing it. For me, that makes a lot of sense. I hope for a young coach, maybe you go this round and say, okay, I understand it. But you can also see the original old school way that some still do when they go five, six, or five, seven, six, and nine. So for a young coach, and you need to understand as an offense, offensive line quarter, I don't care what position you coach, maybe wide receivers, eh, but when you get into coaching, it's best you know everything. So for right now, for me personally, since I've coached more offense than defense, you have to understand gaps. You have to understand techniques on the line of scrimmage. Okay, there's techniques for linebackers to get to at some other point. I really don't use them. I, I tell them landmarks and angles where to get to these backers. But there's gaps for linebackers as well, or techniques, excuse me, for linebackers as well. But to use gaps in that, saying the linebackers are going to probably go to this gap and this gap. And this goes for defense too. You've got to know the techniques as well. So young coaches, this is one of the first things if you're going to do offense, any type of offense, I don't care what it is. This is the stuff that you need to know and have memorized so it's just second nature for your interview with a coach or when you're around those kids. So to actually understand the gaps and the techniques, what's one of the first things to do? So one of the, the, the most popular probably play for a gap scheme that, we, that anybody runs is power. So how to run power out of spread. A couple people can do without a tight end. I have drawn up here that we have a hand down tight end because I'm still the old school way of you need an H back, you need a tight end. Now, people can put this tight end out. Now, to some people, that's not a tight end anymore when you bring him out. So the next thing is to run power. Some people have, you know, their right tackles or their left tackles kick out and becomes that. But that's just, to me, a whole different play. That's an ISO type play where you're wrapping somebody. That's a full block. Maybe run power read out of it. I have whatever. So when we bring this hand down tight end and we've created, now we have the C gap, we've definitely created a D gap to the outside of the right side tight end which forces this end to come out. He's either going to play inside of the tight end, okay? Now, if they're right in between, you might still call that a five tech, but in my world, they come inside, that's a six eye. If he comes head up, that's a six, okay? When you do that, they are probably going to switch. Some defenses want to put the nose guard in a one shade or one technique inside the shade when you've got the running back here. Now that we force them to bump out, they may have to flip-flop and put this and do this. This is one thing they may have to do. Their backers now know they're responsible for what gap, okay? So right now, going from left to right, if we've got this outside guy on the left tackle, it's a five technique. This guy's inside the center to his left shoulder. That is a one technique. So one technique. 
okay? If they bring this tackle, now if they brought him head up the guard, it's a two technique. If they bring him inside of here, okay, we call it that pesky four eye. Now sometimes they just might come right here to a three technique. Right in between the guard and the tackle is a three technique. Great. So for purposes, we'll go in depth later. I just really wanted to draw a play for you guys as we talk about these techniques. So if you're running power out of spread, I personally think you need a running back, H-back, or a tight end to kick out the end because when you just have five linemen, you do it. I guess it's power, but depending on what it is, it's not power. So power is one of the most popular, probably used gap schemes. Don't quote me on that. It may be fake news. Who knows? But right here, you have to have rules for your guys. So this is how simple it needs to become. Tight end, you probably need to tell. You've got head up, okay? So head up, six technique, to outside seven technique. Or if we got an inside guy, which is a six eye, that is who you are responsible for. So the way I have this drawn up is the way I've seen it a lot. They bring this guy head up, the tight end, to that six technique. You want him to gallop or scoop inside and kick him out. So now he's controlled. Now we've opened up. We have our A gap, our B gap, and our C gap. Because one thing I've learned, and you could do this, when we played football, we called 44 power, 34 power, or something along those lines, which told people to aim for the four hole because some people didn't label gaps. They said one, two, three, four. And you can do that. You can do that. And I apologize for skipping that over. Usually the center could be the one, guard would be the two, tackle would be the three, Y would be the four. I use gaps because that's what a lot of people use. So when you used to say 44 power, I was telling the running back he was aiming for the four hole. So like center would be inside of him was one, two, but you replace it with, with techniques when you're blocking. So football has evolved to where we're going right or left. So for us, years of these schools I've been at, we call power right. So we say power right because we can never really know where it's going to hit. Some people practice power is just A gap, A gap, A gap, B gap, B gap, C gap, C gap, and that's it. Me personally, you cannot, you can try to dictate where the defense will line up, but not all the time are they going to line up where you think, especially defensive linemen. They're going to screw it up, or a defense is just going to move people where you didn't expect them. So for us, the past three schools I've been at, we be, we're prepared. So I teach my linemen when we skip pull, we skip pull into the A gap, we skip pull into the B gap, we've skipped pull into the C gap because we don't really know where it's going to go. We teach running back, follow, but if you see a hole, we cut. So they work on, you put cones out or whatever. So for this purpose, we call power right, okay? So for blocking-wise, we got our tight end, head up six tech, or you got the six eye, got the seven, kick out. So right now we kick them out. Old school way of power, and I still do this. Our tackles are gap, down, backer. So gap to him is this B gap. So is anybody in the B gap? Or do we got a three technique? I use both. Right now we do. So he knows he's going to gallop because he's got to travel, and we'll get to gallop later and get to this guy. Okay. Two ways you can go with your guard. Guards are used to be gap, down, backer. For me, I tell them, Away, they should be away, head up, gap down, backer in my world. Because right now we can 
chip and get to this guy if you want to. So right now your right guard can get to that three tech and then get to the backer if you need that way. If you know that there's no help from the right tackle, we can down block because the rules of gap schemes were down, 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 trying to go power. You've got trapped. They're down, down. We're trying to do something. ISO, I guess you consider a gap because we're kind of coming down. We're trying to kick out. We're trying to create these lanes. To me, it's kind of like a zone gap, but we'll get to that next time. So right now, I'm going to draw this up better for the video. He's down. If he can control that gallop to get there, your right guard now knows he's got that. But if we don't need to do that, he's head up. So head up to him would be a two-tech. So we got head up. This is my world. Head up to gap down back. Okay. In that A gap or his two-eye or the one-tech. Nobody here. Now down would be head up the center in that zero-tech. Since the nose guard is a one-tech, that is not down for him in my world. He's not a zero-tech. He is now going to this backer. He is now down, okay? Center in my world for power is always away from the play unless there's a zero technique. So away, I always say, is there a one tech that's away from you? You get him. Is there a two tech away from you? You get him. Is there a three tech? You get him. So now they're understanding the gaps. They're understanding the technique. Center's got an easy block. If I can draw it right, boom. If I could draw it right, gets here. Now we skip pull, or I skip pull. My left leg for my guard on my left guard's coming behind the right foot, driving off that foot to drive the way we were going to run power. We sprint. We can move. We're linemen. We can be athletic. We don't have to look athletic, but we can be athletic. Right now, he's looking for the first hole. So we could hit this A gap right here. We can go up here. Since we're downing with this right tackle, it might hit out here. I tell my guards to find the first open gap, and we are aiming for the first threat we see. The line of scrimmage should be taken care of. We are aiming. If the star comes into our lane for some reason, that's the first guy we see we blast him. This is probably going to be the mic backer. If he comes in, we get him. If he comes in right here, we do, we get him. If he comes in here, but we're out here with this hole, the running back should follow us. Left tackle, we tell him, you have to protect. Protect the B gap. So now they know the B gap. I don't tell him technique, unless there's a guy right there. I say, there's a three tech there, but you're blocking the gap. We have to step in to block the B gap, because if this backer decides to blitz, we have to protect that. I don't give a rat's behind about this end right here at the moment. So we step in, okay? So we're stepping in to see with our head up or peeking back to that end, stepping up, and we open back up called a hinge. And I teach this. We step in really hard. You can cut someone's there, but in this particular case, the way it's drawn up to where we might see it, okay? And hinges back. So we step in really hard. So if I'm the left tackle, I step really hard with my right foot. I get my flipper, my arm, my right arm in there to see if a guy blitzes. If I immediately know there's not, I take the weight off of my right foot, drive, I open up with my elbow. That's why in football stuff, you see when they open with the elbow, open with the elbow back, foot comes back, and we hinge and protect. Because that end is probably going to come. Okay? He's going to follow you when you step in, or he's going to loop around. If this guy loops all the way around to make the play, he's going to the NFL. Okay? 
running back is he should already tell. If you coach him up, you're saying, okay, when you see a three-tech and a one-tech, see where this bubble is. No, it's probably it could hit A-gap. But with the down block of this, it might hit out here in the C-gap. So he's aiming here, but he can also really quick follow, plant his foot, and get up and get four to eight yards, if not more. So this, to me, is a simple way to run power after you've figured out technique. And again, I know defense coordinators, this is maybe not how you line up. I've seen this lined up. I can draw it a different way next time. This is just, I'm telling you, I'm starting from the very bottom, very simple. Once you figure out gaps and techniques, this is what you could use as young coaches when you go into a meeting of like, okay, we're spread. How do you run power? Like, this is what we can do. Draw this up, put this in your playbook to figure out and sit down. You don't have to go 100% what, what the old school rules are. You can sit down and figure out in your world and see it on the field, how it works. So for me, being a line coach, being an OC, run game coordinator, this is just a simple way and giving them rules with the techniques and the gaps and to, to do the, the most popular probably gap scheme that there is. I want to do videos like these to help out the, the coach that's getting into it, the 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, whenever, 40-year-olds, I don't care. And there's plenty of great stuff out there. This is not something to top them. There's coaches out there with tons of videos, tons of them. But some of the videos out there, no offense to them, they immediately go to what they do. I want to start at the very bottom. you got your techniques, you got your gaps. I even showed you how you can incorporate the gap part with the technique and the gap part. And, talk, and even old school where they said 44 power, you got the 12 option. They aim for holes. But in the spread world and my world, how easy it's just right or left. If you shoot your running backs, quarterback, and linemen and tight ends to understand the gaps and the techniques should be, should be pretty solid. Um, appreciate everybody that watched this or listened to this. I'm going to try to come out with more videos like this. I want to have coaches come on and talk to me on the podcast, but I also want coaches to come on here and show me different things in their offense or different things in their defense to help give back, to help young coaches out, and to help my stupid, simple self out. So thank you guys so much for listening. Please, YouTube channel, like, subscribe, share out. The podcast, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, um, iHeart, Stitcher, all that stuff. Please leave a nice review or a thumbs up, stars, whatever it is. If you don't like it, just pretend you never listened to this and never happened. Thank you guys so much for listening. See you guys next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.